What's going on, guys? Welcome here to the Survivor Analyst Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Mims, and we are back recapping episode four of Survivor 41. And what a crazy episode. It was just pure insanity. And here with me to break it all down, the guy who never gives up, much like Heather, that's Dustin King. Like, uh, I feel like Rick Ansley or whatever his name is would been better. <laughs> I don't know. Um, also, I do give up a lot, so that would that was also just a lot. And thirdly, where do you get these these j- jokes from? Insanity. Yeah. I came up with that. I don't believe that. I, you, well, I've you, seen people. You stole that from somebody. I may. I mean, I I haven't seen it, and I, I'm sure someone out there has probably said it. But then I remember, like, uh, Shan was like, "Oh, give your best Shan words," and so people were like, "Come up with a bunch of words." And like on the drive here, I was like coming up with a bunch of them, and then like Enchantity came to me, and I was like, "Yes, Enchantity." It almost sounds like you're saying. Like when you say shanity, like in my head I hear shat, and I'm just like, "That's <laughs> this is even worse." Um, in shanity, I can't, I can't get behind this. All right, okay. Well, hold on. I need to know though. What's your like? What's your teaser line for this episode going to be? Whenever you tweet it out. Oh, it's gonna, I mean, shanity's going to be in there <laughs> oh, for God. sure, for sure. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, man, Shan, Pastor Shan. Yep, Pastor Shan. <laughs> mm-hmm. I keep saying Pastor Shan instead pa- of Pastor. Pastor, it's because you're saying insanity. <laughs> Pastor Shan. It's like you got to lisp. Shan, yes. Like you got to lisp or something. She's, she's coming out, man. She's coming hot. This was, like, a really good episode for Shan where she's, Getting uh, getting extra votes from JD and then sending any packing, which really shocked me because I thought for sure, like they have no reason to keep Jenny. She's been loyal to JD this whole time. Why get rid of him? It's, it, like they done pissed off Jenny. They pissed off Jenny last tribal when they left her out of the vote. She's mad at him. So why are you gonna keep this? Like, why are you gonna keep Jeannie over JD, who's giving you extra votes and stuff? Sure, I was glad to see JD go home. <laughs> I was one hundred percent, dude. Every chance he got was. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. This might be a little harsh, but like, dude, you told your story once. Stop telling it all the dang time. So I, uh, I was just, I was just picked on a lot in school. You know, I might, I might look athletic now, but I always wasn't. And and Survivor, Survivor, you know, it helped me. It, it helped me to you know get through all that. And that's great. It really is genuinely like that's cool. I'm glad the the show um, was that for you. But every damn episode, like every time you're trying to make some kind of emotional impact or you know get Jeff to smile at you a little bit, you're gonna just go into that. It, I honestly, it felt a little way too, just a wee bit too rehearsed as well. I don't. I ain't even saying he's lying. I mean, he may be embellishing it just a little bit. Did, did you think that JD was going home, or did you think it was Jeannie? I I 100% thought it was going to be Jeannie. Um, 
because in in the past, right? You you see, again, granted, I right, I've not watched every single episode or season of Survivor, so I am going based one hundred percent off of my own experiences here. But usually, when you see that kind of edit, the person never pulls the trigger. Like I was one hundred percent like, yeah. You know, this is entertaining, you know, so like, oh, maybe she will. It would be smart of Shan to do that because she sends home a person who would probably be willing to backstab her if, if ever needed. And she's got his advantage because she worked him over like that. That would be smart. She's probably not going to do that, though. Well, I was wrong. These are things that I don't like to say. Those are words that I never want to come out of my mouth, but 100%, I was wrong. I was too. I thought for sure, I was like, Jeannie, they're they're blowing smoke right up your ass. You need to (laughs) roll the die, because that's the only thing going to save you. When she was sitting there and saying like, yeah, when she was like, I'm going to roll the die. It's the only thing I got to do is to play the die and, and take my chances because it's going to be three to one. And I'm like, yes, Jeannie, please do it. Please do it because they're just lying to you straight to your face. You need to do that because that's the only thing that's going to save you at this point. And I, I was wrong. They actually voted for JD instead of Jeannie, and I was shocked. Mm-hmm. So do you think that was the best move for Shan and Ricard to vote out JD over Jeannie? I mean, either way, right? If worse comes to worse, right? and assuming that they they don't swap or merge next episode with one tribe down to three, next time they can just... They can vote out the other person. Uh, Jeannie, to me, f- seems like the weaker player out of JD and her. Well, at least perceived wise. You know, uh, Jeannie isn't, doesn't put herself out as much from what I can tell as JD. So I think Jeannie would probably be a little bit easier to like keep under wraps or control, I guess, than J- what JD would. So I personally. I can get behind Jenny Stan. Plus, plus, at the end, like, after they voted him out, they all, like, turned around and, like, fist bumped each other at the same time. Like, there was some kind of uh, secret meeting that happened beforehand that we just didn't know about or get to see on screen because yeah. it would have gave away the whole plan. Yeah, it, it makes me wonder, because I think if Jenny really thought that she was going to be going home, she probably would have played the die, and that she didn't. She must have felt pretty confident that Shan and Ricard yeah. were going to vote out JD. And this whole, oh, I got to play it, must have been, you know, just you well, know, at, acting. At least in part. I don't, I, maybe near the beginning, I don't think it was so much, but probably towards the end. And then when JD was trying to like lay it on thick during tribal council, yeah. it was like, everybody stick with what we discussed like trying trying to you know thinking he's he's out playing jenny by not getting her to roll the die he just he didn't know shan shan worked (laughs) him over it was wild it was so funny watching jd like try to wink and hint at like shan even at in camp i I noticed him he was like we're trying to wink at her like hey we're we're still on for jenny right (laughs) um I don't know. I, I was like, 
I thought for sure, like, I don't know, because, you know, JD is this wild card. He's been proven to be untrustworthy. He was pretty dang upset when he found out when Shan revealed, like, she knew information that he didn't. And he was like, oh, well, you're so mad about me hiding my advantages, and yet you're here um, hiding all this information that you knew. Yeah, and I think he had a ground to stand on. Just the the way in, and the confidence in which Shan just approached that argument, just completely shutting him down. It was like, that was other people's information, J.D. I could, just can't give that out. And him just or looking like him just accepting that, that's wild. I would not have. I would, no, no, that's weird. We're talking about trusting each other here. Whether or not it's somebody else's secret or not, if it's possibly going to hinder me going forward, I need to know that information. Right, period. But he didn't impress it beyond that. He just was like, okay. And then freaking, he gave her his freaking, <laughs> again, his extra vote. He gave it to her again. Uh, yeah, and especially when there's that few people. Like, that extra vote makes a plays a huge difference here. And he had to, you have to know that something's so weird. Like, something up. Something is up when she's really trying to get that get you to give her that extra vote something is not right is what you should be thinking and why i mean i don't know it's just it's stupid i would never in my life give my advantage to somebody else i don't care trust me if you want don't trust me i don't whatever it's my advantage i don't owe this to you be happy i told you about it i ain't no it's so mm. And I was shocked. And one reason why I, why I was shocked that they kept Jeannie was that I thought Jeannie, there was like no way she would work with them. Like she was a lost cause because she was pissed. When she... they returned from that tribal council, she was laying it into them. She was like, you can make your own fire. You can cook your own food. Mm-hmm. You know, she was mad. I... And I thought like, all right, well, there ain't no winning her over. She could flip if they swap. Sure. Sure. But at the end of the day, you know, if a person wants to stay in the game bad enough, they're going to do what they have to do to make that happen. I just, I don't think that 100%, I think Jenny was hurt, right? Her feelings were probably hurt. Um, I think she was definitely close with Brad, but I think if they had let her know what was happening, she probably, you know, would have would have been a little bit more okay with it. I, I still I genuinely don't feel like Jenny's gonna be the kind of player that it would cause as many issues as JD. So I, at the end of the day, I think it was a lot smarter to keep Jenny over JD. Yeah, and I mean, plus I mean, you already got you took his friggin' advantage, so it's not like you got to keep him for that. And that and that would be another thing too is like if you kept JD and you were wanting his advantage and you didn't give it back and he he was still in the game. He would probably be definitely against you at that point. If like, whoa, you ain't gonna give it back. All right, well, screw you. I'm gonna do my own thing. So, right. Um, I also thought like it was really strange that JD didn't even once consider like using the extra vote. At least not from what we saw. You know, because he could have he could have possibly teamed up with you know Jenny, used the extra vote, got him out. But he he seemed like he was trying to hang on to it to a later date. And I don't think, I'm not saying he necessarily would have needed to use it. But the fact that we're not showing him at least contemplating that is like, mm, that's probably, you know, 
a sign of his downfall too because yeah it would be nice to be able to hang on to it till later in the game but if you need it now to save you then play it yeah so from what we see in the episode we do see genie go to jd and say hey let's work together let's vote one of them out or she well she comes up there to him and talking about how she was gonna roll the die you know throw your vote on ricard and then he runs to ricard and tells like try to get them to make sure that they're gonna vote out genie because she's trying to stir the pot up and then we see where jd is just totally against like working with it, it almost seems like he's totally against working with genie to vote out shan or ricard but then in his exit interview he was like yeah that's what i wanted to do i wanted to team up with uh genie but then she wouldn't she wouldn't go down for it she was wanting to work with um, Shan and Ricard, which is uh, weird to me, because it was like from what we've seen in the show, it's completely different from what he was trying to say. He was like, well, "Yeah, that's what I wanted to do," but then she wasn't down for it, so my only option was to try to get win over Shan and Ricard, and that's why he gave up that extra vote because he was like, "Well, I'm screwed now. I'm gonna have to if I'm gonna stay in the game. I need uh, Shan's vote because." There are three votes. My extra vote is no good if it's just, you know, my extra vote and then me. That's two against three. I need the only way that it's going to work is if I can pull over Shan and Ricard. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't want to just call JD a liar, but <laughs> I don't know that I 100% think that or believe him when he says that. Because if that's the case, then why was him, why did he act surprised about? getting voted out at tribal you know if he if he genuinely thought that i mean i guess it's not necessarily what i'm trying to get at so maybe maybe he's telling the truth i don't know i personally though if that is the case then you know that was i think that was definitely the right move i don't know about ricard i think shan is definitely the one to get out in that instance especially like if you're JD and you're initiating that and you're using your advantage to make that happen, that's your big move. Yeah. That's a strong player. Speaking of Shan, we had to talk about at the very beginning when Jeannie was like mad at everybody. Man, I was like, oh my, I cannot believe Shan said that when she was like, guess what, Jeannie? Uh, Brad, he wasn't with you. He was with me. I was his number one. He had this whole uh, still a vote advantage that he snuck away out of camp before, and you didn't know anything about it. And then she was like, oh. And I was like, wow, Shan, you really going to say that in front of everybody? I don't know. I don't know how I really felt about that part. I, I can appreciate just laying down facts to shut somebody down. So I was shocked. I was like, oh, my God. She just straight up told her straight up how it was yeah i mean <laughs> you do what you gotta do because i mean like doing it that way probably is what opened up jen or jenny being open to working with them later because like if she had just held that information in and just let jenny you know moan and complain the whole time maybe jenny doesn't want to work with them so i'm curious um how far in the game do you think shan makes it because she's getting really, really good at it right now. Yeah, I don't. I I think she's going to make it. She'll make it to the merge, but I think not long after. That's what I think. Do you think maybe like Final Six? I'm thinking more like eight or nine. Ooh, really? Well, maybe eight or seven. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Okay. I can get behind it. I, I hate it now that. 
like I've discovered what edits are um through watching various youtube videos and i'm like oh man winners edit <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly like it or you know the fake winner edit it's called which, uh edgic <laughs> yeah which it feels like shan is getting right now you know i don't know though i don't know maybe like like i was saying though normally at least with what i've watched if they're talking about a big move like that with re- getting rid of jd and stuff Normally, I expect it not to happen. So, you know, maybe they're maybe they're flipping it on us, like you know, dropping the four, leaving. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, I before in like the old seasons, like especially in Co Wrong, it was so easy to read the 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 editing and the edgic to it to figure out like, oh well, it's obvious Michelle's gonna win because she like why are they showing more and more confessionals of her when she's really not like really um a part of the strategy of this air of this uh part of the episode and then it's like well why are they keep going to her for this stuff it's like she must play a big role and then it's like well she must be the winner and sure enough she wins that season i now i feel like especially with this new era it's a little bit harder to read into it but drop the four keep the one Well, let's talk about this this plan that Shan comes up with. She's like, you know what? I could, we could be screwed if he teams up. If JD teams up with Genie, he has an extra vote. That's three against R2. We could be screwed. So I need to get that extra vote and then send JD packing. And she comes up with this plan of trying to like make, him, or make, make it seem like she's paranoid of him flipping on her. And then he needs to prove his trust to her by giving you know her the extra vote what did you think of the that plan it's smart on her part i didn't think it would work yeah it's, it was almost like it like why would you even think of that because oh it's definitely not going to work but why not give it a try and yeah, i mean sometimes, worst she can do is say no yeah and uh, it seemed like he was gonna say like no that's stupid why would i just like leave my advantage here or give it to somebody else like i want to He's like, I want to contribute to the evolution of the game. I don't want to look like an idiot. And then, <laughs> lo and behold, ends up giving his spoilers. I think maybe that the fact that giving it away that first time and it worked gave him a little bit more confidence into like, oh, I can do it again and be safe. Stupid, just <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I don't think JD. It's, it's never a good idea to give any kind of advantage or idol away. Mm-hmm. Like, even if I was going to play it for somebody, I would not give it to them and have them play it. I would go up there and physically play the idol for them. I'd be like, I'm playing this idol for, you know, whoever. Mm, Exactly. Stupid, Just in case they had to do something wild and crazy. Like, I don't trust anybody. I trust myself, but I don't trust anybody. How is it not suspicious? Like, you know, how do you go into that situation? Here's somebody two times in a row. Right. Well, I mean, you offered it to her the first time, but then she comes back and asks for it again. Why aren't all the, which I mean, he, if, if what he said is true and he was trying to work with Jenny and it was literally just wasn't going to work because she was just straight up against it. You know, maybe, maybe that's, that's why, but it's crazy. Yeah. This should not have worked. Shan played it just right. 
in a way to convince him like what like he really thought like why is she being so paranoid like her name hasn't even came up she's being like really crazy and paranoid and he ate it hook line sinker yeah i feel like jd he got too much in his own head about like i want to revolutionize the game uh i'm a super fan so i know i should be able to pick out the stuff a little bit better than other people i think he believed his own hype a little bit too much Imo, and that end up biting him in the ass. Yeah. After this, I I would have to say I'm a I'm a Shan Stan. Okay. <laughs> Listen, Are you a Shan guys, Stan? Guys, if Josh <laughs> continues this, I'm gonna have to report him, and it this may become a solo podcast. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. A, as I said last episode, because she voted out Brad, I want her whole game to go down the toilet. I'm no, Brad. I'm also a, a Jenny too. Now that I know <laughs> that Jenny is like this, really means to her, and that she really wants to, like, how upset she got about getting blindsided, and you know how well she want, like how much she wanted to stay in the game. It's like okay, I can get behind Jenny now. She, she, it really like. You know, she's at first I was thinking like, oh, she's just somebody that's just here for the adventure and is just, you know, a happy-go-lucky kind of person. But man, is she? <laughs> she laid it on thick at tribal mm, council too. Yeah. She was like, I just, I just so, because because even though I was mad at him, I really, I really do feel like we, you know, form bonds together and stuff. Paraphrase. <laughs> um i probably sounded exactly like her though reward challenge we find we've got our first reward challenge of the season and boy yeah, first separate yeah and then so we have the blowout right here luvu was left in the dirt uh, they've been so dominant in these challenges and Listen, poor heather we we are not no no <laughs> i almost cried with heather josh we are not going to talk bad about Heather. I will say there's Heather's there's on my team. Okay, good, good, good. There's there's one thing though that uh, Jeff was like, like as Heather was breaking down just in front of everybody for TV purposes. He's like, "So how you feeling right now, Heather?" Like, dude, forget <laughs> like you're the you're you you know y'all are pushing this being more sensitive to people. I get it. It's a TV show, but damn. Like, read the room better, dude. Man, I'm used to Jeff berating people when they're losing in a challenge for people. Like, he's always like, oh, Katie, but way behind in the mm-hmm. challenge. Or, no, you know. I um, think everybody would have beat Jeff's ass right then. <laughs> like, everybody was being too nice for Jeff to be able to get in there and actually say anything like he normally would. Hey, they're blowing the challenge for Luvu. <laughs> oh. But yeah, the, it was it was kind of nice to see the whole tribe instead of just like, you know, being upset with her. It's like, hey, you know, we're Luvu. We're just going to dust ourselves off and go back. Which to me really shows that Heather must be in good with people because if she was in the Alps, they would have been like, yup, yup. They would have been eating it up. Like, oh, here's another thing that we can add to the list of like trying to get this person out of the game. Like if it was erica now they probably been like oh erica she sucked at the challenge we need to get her out send her packing i mean heather is a i mean she very well may be in the 
the, like the closer inner circle kind of thing. But she's also like the mom figure of the group, and she just started crying because she was trying her absolute hardest and just couldn't. You can't tell me that even if they were wanting to vote her off, that they like if they would have jerks. Well, human let, scum. Let me say this. Even. Tiffany was giving it her all when she was trying to cross the beam, and you were saying, Tiffany sucks. She sucks it up. But oh, Heather, when she sucks at a challenge. Oh, Heather. Yeah, but Let's Heather, all rally at, at least, Heather. At least, at least not from what we've seen. <laughs> and, you know, Heather hasn't talked massive crap like Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany has, like, just straight up propelled herself as, like, being God's gift to Survivor <laughs> with some of the things that she says. So it was... It's very cathartic to see Heather. So it's it's the Yua tribe that wins Nathan, the uh, Fijian native, who goes and shows them how to climb up these coconut trees. And <laughs> it was so crazy how, like, I could not believe that he could climb that thing upside down like that. And then Jeannie goes like, oh, it's like watching Circus Soleil and the best stripper in the world or something. <laughs> I was like, whoa. I I don't even know what Circus LA is, so it's like acrobats. I don't, I mean, like I've heard of it, but I don't know what they're. So the, it was a bad joke, as far as I'm concerned. No, I, I did. I was not even thinking about strippers, and then she said it. I was like, oh my god, I couldn't unsee it at that point. But uh, yeah, Nathan shows them how to like catch fish, and like he's karate chopping coconuts in half yeah i didn't know that was that was the thing people did <laughs> i was like what this is this is how native people open coconuts? do you really think that they learned something like do you think they're gonna be able to go out there and catch fish now or is it just <laughs> well there goes practical things like he told them you know don't go in at, at high tide or whatever he said go fishing at low tide if you're gonna like swim underneath to try and catch stuff you know he pointed out you know if they wanted to try how to get up coconut trees that kind of stuff now will they be able to replicate it like him no no absolutely not so i've seen a lot of and i was thinking the same thing too when i was watching it a lot of people were joking saying like how how funny would it be if it was just nasir that walks right out of the woods and shows uh the year tribe how to <laughs> catch fish and that, all that. that that would be funny <laughs> then he also showed how to do fire Something with fire? Did I make that up? I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, that was Nathan. Yeah. Uh, Nathan for Survivor. <laughs> Nathan for Yua. The Yua tribe. Well, uh, just in general. Bring Nathan back for actual Survivor. That would be... I think that would be cool. Like, they want to be diverse. Have have a native uh, person from Fiji like on the show that... I mean, as long as I can speak, uh, you know, good enough English. What about? So we see Luvu. They never. They haven't been to tribal council yet, and so Erica, she's the super fan. She's just chomping at the bits to do some strategizing to vote somebody out, and she feels like she can trust Deshaun. She confides in him, like, hey. Sydney seems like a loose cannon. When she's making fire and gets upset, she throws things and then gets like so upset. Like she's, we can't trust her. She's too like you know a loose cannon. And so, but what she doesn't realize is that Deshaun is in tight with Sydney and he rats her out to Sydney. 
And yeah, I don't get it. Why is Sydney just? I don't. Maybe it goes back to when the seer brought up Deshaun's name, uh, and Sydney went and told him. I'm maybe Deshaun's just returning the favor. This is the whole season of rats, like Rat Island. You'd might as well call it. People ratting people out, left and right on there. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think I keep that information close to my chest, you know, because then at that point you get to beat the swing vote. Yeah, and you, I feel like, and it's not guaranteed that you're going to tribal, even though he comes up with this plan. Like we can't have her because she's such a loose cannon. We can't have uh, Erica when we make the merge because who knows what she's going to do? She's a threat. We need to throw the challenge, which Danny was like. Uh, no, we don't need to be throwing any challenges. Like, let's just... And, but anyways, Deshaun eventually talks him into trying to throw the immunity challenge. Yeah. I mean, all the stuff that he's leveling, throwing at, um, accusing Erica of, uh, probably can be said about him, too. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it's just a matter of, you know, making people think that other person is more that way i i want luvu to freaking lose already though <laughs> like all we're getting is oh maybe they're gonna do this maybe they're actually fi- forming something but you know you never really know until like you absolutely have to vote somebody out and why the heck has anyone found the freaking beware advantage on luvu yet it's been what 12 days already or something they, they ain't even worried about it, it. <laughs> they ain't even worried about it's it. It's ridiculous. Poor Xander's over there praying for somebody to find the freaking auto over there, and no one's found it yet. Mm. And then the one Brad had got reset, it looked like. Yeah, it looks like it got put back into the game. Yeah. Which it kind of, it looks like Jeannie finds it next uh, in, in the next episode, but Possibly. That would be hilarious, but <laughs> I wonder if it's going to be, yeah, it would have to be the same phrase, but. I was like, I wonder if they're going to have a new phrase. But, um, yeah, so they plan on throwing the challenge. And this immunity challenge, I like to call it the the Lauren Rimmer special challenge. Because I, this, I associate this challenge with Lauren Rimmer from HHH. No, I, you don't even remember? I don't remember Lauren. When she was, like, using the, her chest to, like, power the logs through the thing. Did she make it to merge? Yeah. Lauren, She's uh-huh. the, the white hat lady. She uh, collects the horseshoe crab blood. She's a fisher one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a little bit of a tomboy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's her. How can you forget Lauren Rimmer, man? Did she ever come back? No, but she should have. She should have, yeah. yeah. I think Lauren could have been really good. <laughs> or can be. So she should come back. Lauren, come back. They're trying to throw this challenge. Deshaun's super slow. And then you have Yasa, which it was hilarious when Evie was like, oh, let me swim. And she's like, swimming the complete opposite way. And Xander and like Liana's trying to like drag her and she's like trying to swim the other way. She's like, Evie. Every wrong way, every, every, every wrong way. And I of can't. course, Jeff Croaks had, he's like said something. Uh, um, yeah, and yeah, it's bad when you're actively trying to lose a challenge, and, and you're still, and you're and you st- still, you're can't. still, you can't, you can't get in last place. It's happened before where 
tribes try to throw challenges and it just doesn't work. I think the more famously in Survivor China, where uh, James is trying to throw the challenge and it's a it's a, a gross food challenge. Um, That's unfortunate. Do you think it was a smart idea for him to try to throw it or just keep riding the... Just win, dude. Yeah. It's stupid. Why would you actively want to start voting people out? And you can't... Like, I get it. Like, it's... You get a little stir-crazy and you want to play the game and and going to tribal council really draws the lines of who you can trust and who you can't. And I feel like that's why they thought, oh, it's way more beneficial to do that. But you just never... You never know. Like, what if... What if Erica has an idol? What if she has some kind of advantage or something? You don't know that. And you could be setting yourself up for a blindside. Yeah, I think at this point, you just keep winning and you build a strong five, right? And there's there's six altogether, right? Or is it seven? Six. Six. Yeah. So build a strong five. Very reminiscent of Survivor I'm, Michigan I'm season four with Tokidoki. They had the numbers. They made it to the merge, started knocking off the people from the other tribe. Um, El Norte and just, I mean, they had the numbers, so the, it was like Tokidoki all the way. Yeah, they go, they go, like, Deshaun goes up there to throw the rings, and this is foolproof. Like, all he's got to do is just not ring it. And he's doing it and doing it and doing it. And the other tribes, re- like, score some points. Like, and and um, so he's like, all right. But then uh, Nasir jumps in. And Nasir just like instantly rings two of them straight out the gate. And then the Yasa tribe wins. And so they're safe. And so it's down to JD and Nasir. It's 2-2. Two, two. The next person who rings it wins. And then JD's like, money. And then <laughs> it's like on and off. And Rick Devins had a hilarious tweet about it too. I was dying laughing where it was like, the, it was like an NBA a uh, gif where it was like he throws it and like look turns around and is like yeah i wrung it and then it was like it goes like in and out <laughs> but yeah he looked like an idiot when he was like money shot whoop nope and then nasir the the comp beast nasir basically wins the challenge for the his tribe he was trying to throw it <laughs> the what beast the comp beast competition yes okay so no the, whoa <laughs> whoa hold up the real comp beast of this episode was Tiffany. Hands down. They put her in the closer position in both competitions, and she, boom, nailed it. When she had to ring, she rung like almost all four of them balls at that one in the reward challenge. Won that for them. Bam, she rung two of the rings on the ring challenge. Bam, she's coming back, baby. The winner's edit for Tiffany is clear as day. I mean, comp beast, Queen Tiffany, all the way. <laughs> I will never watch Survivor again if Tiffany wins. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, she did get in the challenges, though. That's all I got to say. I, I, I don't even care. What did you Tiffany think about Tiffany the, the, is the person I dislike the most this season, period. <laughs> what did you think about the baby turtles? That he found. I didn't even watch it. What? <laughs> like, I, it was happening, and they were trying to be all sentimental and stuff. And I was just looking at my phone. Man, I would like. I want to see some baby turtles hatching and going into the water. Like that would be so cool to me. I mean, you got to watch it. Yeah, but I want to see it in person. Oh, you should have specified that. 
<laughs> Anyways. I guess we could talk about where Evie, when they come back from that reward challenge, and they, they get this fish. Like, the other tribe wins Nathan, and they get a fish. That fish looked creepy. Creepy. Yeah, I would, mm-mm, mm-mm. I it, would not have eaten that. It definitely looked exotic. Like, I've never seen, like, a blue fish like that before. Not in real life, anyways, on was, TV. But no, sir. Not me. You would have eaten it if you were out there. No, I wouldn't have. Why not? Did you see how it looked? I would yeah, not have eaten good that. When it's I would, have, would not have eaten that. Man. Uh, if you've been starving for 12 days and you mm. ain't had no meat, nope. you would have ate that fish. Mm-mm. No, sir. Wouldn't not have me. cared if it come out rainbow uh, colored. Nope, you'd nope, be nope, nope. Not me. But then Evie was like, oh, she did her own previously on Survivor, which they don't even do anymore. They don't even do that, which is the most hilarious thing. Like, she did her own version of it. Oh, previously on Survivor, Yassatrab, down in the numbers, coming back to win two challenges in a row. I was going to ask you, what do you think they're going to do next episode about tribes? Do you think now is the time to do it? To, like, maybe merge, uh, was it Yua and, um, also together is it i think can't. they're gonna keep the tribes like you don't so you don't think nothing's happening next episode i don't think so what what they're down like 15 people there's f- four three six seven plus six is 13 that right yeah 13 that's yeah. it yeah they, they got 13 people i was thinking of like i know five people left that's why i was saying, like 15 but it's yeah 13 people left in a game so try, yeah it'd be odd number right because you can't do three tribes you can i, I think i think because jeff probes preseason was saying how he wanted to keep the tribes small and i feel like i think that they're gonna keep the tribes that's why i think they're gonna keep them this like all the way through you think until merge yeah that's what I think. At least up to a point where it's... I think because even in Survivor Palau, they did this where Kuror, um was dominating um, Oolong. And Oolong went to... Tri- Kuror never went to Tribal Council except the time when they had the... When they both had to go to the Tribal Council. And it, they, they played it all the way down to Stephanie and Bobby John... And they still competed in the in the tribe challenge when it was just them two, and then they lost and had to go to tribal council with them two. And it basically it wasn't even a vote; it was just a fire competition. So I could see that potentially even happening, which would be insane if they did play down these numbers until to that point. I don't think they're gonna do that. <laughs> I don't think so. You think a swap's gonna happen? I, I, if it if not next episode, then the following. Like the, I think at this point, Yasa is winning too much. Um, right, Yasa, Blue Tribe, whatever Blue the, Tribe is. Luvu. Luvu, sorry. <laughs> um, Luvu's winning too much. I think at this point you pull the trigger, make the game more interesting, split up these people who haven't really got to experience Tribal Council into other tribes. So I think whatever was shown, um, like next time on survivor <laughs> uh was probably before the challenge or whatever where they uh swap everything up or before 
So, I, you know, they could do that, but I feel like with the way that that three-way shared idol is, I think they're holding out until that pays off, is what I think. Well, I mean, if it ever does, I mean, you can which still... is like, why would you even have it if it's, it's yeah. you haven't seen anything? Like, this episode, people are saying, is the best episode, and you know why? It ain't had to deal with all these crazy rules. It didn't have Shipwell Island. It didn't have all these crazy things that are so confusing. It just had an extra vote, which is nice and simple. Yeah, and I didn't even think about that, because, yeah, it does throw a, a wrench into that, doesn't it? Because what if one of the say Xavier goes to another tribe you know he's already found one of the idols are they going to move the one idol that was at one of the other tribes to another to the tribe that Xavier left or what are they going to do yeah it's crazy and one thing that I thought about was was with all these advantages and stuff is like is the reason why Luvu is it is it a coincidence that Luvu the tribe that is winning is the tribe that hasn't found any of these crazy advantages <laughs> they haven't found the crazy two-way whatever the heck three-way shared idol they re- the only thing that they've done is gone to shipwell island and stuff like that because in my head i'm trying to figure out how they would do it maybe they would like make luvu draw rocks or something and two people from that tribe have to go to the one of the other two tribes or something I think they, if anything, if they're going to swap the tribes, I think they would do it after this next episode, just so it's 12. And if they're going to stick with three tribes, it would be four on each tribe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, I don't want to see just one tribe go down to like two people. I don't know. That, <laughs> like, that just doesn't seem fun I to me. I think it would be interesting like, to cause me. Because it, it limits the amount of like challenges and stuff that they can do. At that point, because you're having to sit out, if you're um, Luvu, you're having to sit out four people at least. And then. Yeah, at that point, it doesn't become of who sets out, it's who participates in the challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you gotta sit out like more people than what's competing in the challenge. Right. And then, then you know, come the next challenge, they're gonna have to, they're still gonna have to sit out some of the same people just by sheer number. Right. My guess is that Luvu loses next next week, and they go they go to tribal council for the first time. I don't know. That could happen. It could happen. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, theory crafting with Survivor. So <laughs> fun. All right. Is there anything else from this episode that we need to talk about? I don't think so. I can't think of anything. You're the one with all the notes. So yeah, this was a a, a promotional video where they were talking about how to. Like how they filmed some of the challenges, and it had Jeff showing how oh we're setting up this GoPro on the challenge. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it, they posted it on Instagram and all kinds of social media. And in this video, Jeff Probst, I've never heard him talk like this before. And I want to see if you pick up on it or not, but it, it's it's pretty crazy. Okay. Bike ride or whatever, and we use them specifically only when we can't get the shot another way. There are certain shots, like this is where the ball is going to drop, and ideally a player is going to come out and try to get it. We want that shot right there. That's what these guys are figuring out right now. Every so often we just plant a little GoPro. You wonder why we get every single shot when we do it once 
This is it. This is why, because these guys come out here in the heat and they put this camera out there and we get the shot for you because we love you because you love us and together it's a big happy love. <laughs> that, that, was, that, was, that was so, uh, when I heard that, I was like, Jeff Probst, what are you doing, man? He was like, mm, you come out here and we'll get the freaking shot for everybody. Yeah, that was him trying to be entertaining, it looked like. What? Honestly, oh, what? What? How did Jeff Probst end up with this position? Like, was he on a TV? Was he an actor beforehand or yeah, something? He was pretty much a no-name person beforehand. And, yeah, I think he did a few, like, commercials before that. But other than that, like, Jeff Probst was this no-name person that was just, like, uh, Mark Burnett had a bunch of people audition, and, and they took a shot on Jeff Probst, and it kind of worked. Uh, well, it's a good thing this worked out for him, because he's a bad actor. <laughs> <laughs> you've seen him on least, uh, two and a half men at least a bad impressionist say what uh he was on two and a half men uh one time where he was naked holding a tray of bacon who who watches two and a half men and enjoys it unless you're my grandmother i mean somebody was back in the day um I, i'll tell you who does is that's west nell watches uh two and a half men and i don't know who that is it. either what you need to watch uh, San Juan del Sur. Uh, no, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, you talking about my Shan jokes. Oh, my gosh. That was I bad. don't want to hear any of that was, that was That was real bad. <laughs> I apologize. Easily, Nicholas. Easy, Nicholas. <sighs> at least Nicholas's would have been funny. Like, I would have I cringed, but at least laughed. All right, I guess that does it for this episode of the Survivor Analyst Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter yeah. at Analyst Podcast. Yeah, and follow us on Instagram at Survivor underscore. No, wait, wait, wait. The. It's, yeah, Survivor underscore Analyst underscore Podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. I should know it because I was on the pick the name. <laughs> All right, so that'll do it for this episode of the Survivor Analyst Podcast, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. Peace.